The Chiefs will be short a couple of key players as they go to face the, the Los Angeles Chargers, that is. Is Chris Jones going to be in there? What are they going to do at linebacker? Is Tyre Matthew going to be in the slot all day long? Get a lot of questions on defense. We're going to get to that. Our predictions, our key matchups, and what you should expect to see for Thursday night football, Chiefs versus Chargers. Welcome to Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome to Red Thursday? Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else we call it at this point. So I said Red Friday, but it's not Red Friday. Uh, exciting game, although it really took a hit for Kansas City over the past 72 hours. Certainly has. It's been it's been a tough go. And folks, uh, it's been a tough go all the way around. Weather-related issues and all kinds of things. We're bringing this to you late tonight. The crossover and, and the inside intel we were going to give you is not going to happen uh, for some other technical reasons. So all that said, we've had kind of a day like the Chiefs have had a day. And now they're going to be without Willie Gay and without Legereus Need for different reasons. Um, very hard for me to – it was very hard for me to expect Legereus Need to walk back in and play. That was going to be tough. Um I know there was always an outside. We were hopeful, but right, yeah. I mean, I mean, you come back to town. There's just there's just a lot going on there. It's hard to focus. It's hard to concentrate. So, yeah, I'm not as surprised about that. It's disappointing to see Willie Gay, who I think has been playing well the last, you know, during this quote unquote run that they've had. Uh, they could definitely use him because it sounds to me like Eckler being questionable means that he's likely going to be available for this ball game. Looks like he, Derwin James, uh, Sante Samuel, um, maybe the Keenan all going to be game time decisions as we understand mm -hmm. it. So a lot of questions going on in here and none bigger is than Chris Jones because they, the team has traveled, they have left and we have not had a definitive report about whether he has done anything to make progress towards playing or not. It is two tests, right? Yep. Two negative tests, 24 hours apart. So technically speaking, he could have tested negative today since they haven't ruled him out. They haven't, technically ruled Josh Gordon out it's possible that both of those guys could end up on a plane tomorrow going to Los Angeles trying to play in that game uh, so we will see how that ends up I will say uh, and maybe we need to talk about this a little bit later but I think maybe what they do to try to replace the speed at linebacker with Willie Gay is maybe give Dorian a chance to cover Eckler out of the backfield from time to time yeah, I don't see that happening. I know it's not, but it's just a thought. Yeah, I, I mean, it makes they, sense. They need the speed. That's the problem. And without Willie Gay, uh, they're going to go to Ben Neiman and <laughs> Daniel Sorensen. So, yep, no uh, way around that one. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge all the way around. And the big thing is going to be, and, and like you said, we we haven't we don't have confirmation on Chris Jones or Josh Gordon, but we it, it's very very unlikely that they're going to be available. Rashawn Slater is out. We did get it is. Characterization. We did get that right. confirmation. Um, and Willie Gay is officially out as well because he tested positive, I guess, today. So there's no way he could get his 20. Or maybe he tested right. positive late to when the test happened. But um, and, and really quick, I guess we should throw out there, there's a lot of talk in league circles that they're looking at changing protocols. And one of the protocols that did change that the NFL and the NFLPA agreed to is – once you get to the postseason, you can use more uh, practice squad elevations. Mm -hmm. and it's unlimited. So that's a good sign uh, for yeah. any guys that they've already brought it forward. And did you talk about Zane Anderson getting activated? I did yesterday with Matt. Um, 
I was a little surprised only because it, it wasn't, you know, a one for one um, with with Gordon being the guy that goes out. But when you figure you need a little more depth there because you're going to expect, especially now with Willie Gay out, that Dan Swanson is going to be on the field a lot mm-hmm. um, in, in various roles. Hopefully this will mean that they'll stick him in the linebacker role, keep him up close to the line of scrimmage where he can have a good effect um, just like he did the last time he picked that ball off. Maybe Zane gets on the field because of this and and the lack of Legere's need, Tyron being in the slot most predominantly, which our best guess. Um, and I know I know folks want to see Chris and and Josh get back out there. I, I'm just going to tell you, folks, it's a long shot. Is it you know 99%? Yes. Is it 100? Probably not. But there's always a sliver. But uh, maybe Pat could send the plane at the last minute. You never know. But right now, you, we would have expected to have heard something. Um, it, I think it's very conspicuous that the Chiefs could just be leaving that so that the Chargers are just as much in the dark as we are. Yeah, and I will say that Chris Jones is going to hurt. Willie Gay is going to hurt. And uh, not having Lingerius Sneed is going to hurt in this game. That's all going to hurt the Chiefs' defense. But I think, in a way, Rashawn Slater not being there for the Chargers is going to hurt them just about as bad as maybe two of those players combined for the Chiefs. Yeah, because they're taking a huge step back at left tackle. And with the way Clark and Melvin Ingram are playing, that is going to work to Kansas City's advantage. And I still think Jerron Reed is going to step up at this game with Jones out. Uh, And I think the other defensive tackles will as well. So, yeah, that is such a supreme matchup there, especially with the elevation of the way that the, the Chiefs defenders have been playing. It's really, really hard to think that it's not going to go in the Chiefs' favor, at least on that aspect. But it's going to be one of our key matchups, our goals to go. We're going to get to that coming up in just a little bit. But i got to tell you about Stance because this stuff is crazy. And we've been hearing a ton about it lately because they are this new active apparel company. Right in time for the holidays. A great time to give gifts. And they are pretty cool, I have to say. They're incredibly comfortable. And their thing is all about comfort and giving you what you want to say in your apparel. And In 2009, they were founded. And they represent kind of a reinvention, that is almost like an intervention with the way that I speak uh, of style and putting it back into like casual things like, like socks and, and active apparel and things like that. Things you don't necessarily always think of. You can get all kinds of craziness from Wu-Tang Clan to the office uh, printed on all kinds of different apparel, uh, Star Wars, Major League Baseball, even Bob Marley. I think I might actually dig that one. Um, whatever your favorite design is, or the Goonies or Pixar, you can go find it. Uh, the stance apparel is, is really comfort is king and when you wear it you will understand that there's nothing there's no way to compare about how it feels and the quality that it brings to you so all you got to do is go sign up and that's perfect timing for right now because we happen to have a code for you uh register your account at stance.com that's regular spelling of stance.com and get 50 percent off of your purchase use that code locked on and you'll get that at checkout enjoy the comfort of a life less ordinary with stance Less ordinary is something that, you know, I have a tendency to try to strive for, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, especially when I decided that I was going to do this read first instead of where I was going to go in the, the second read. So we're going to put that here anyway, because I like to live out on the edge where, you know, you have to take the odds that you can get, and the odds are where I go at bet online because they have the best props. They have all the things that I can get kind of crazy with because that's 
where they live. That's their deal. Props, odds, all the games. Their new website is great. It's easy to navigate. All you got to do is head over there. And with them, you can get a deposit bonus when you sign up with our code locked on. See how the, the codes all flow together. And that's 50% of whatever you put down, you get back into your account from basketball, NHL, even the, the UFC fights, all the way down to your favorite sport, football. Bet online is the best. It's easy way to bet all of your sports action. So go to betonline.ag where the game starts. Goals to go. So many goals right now. If we do this in any kind of order that I meant to do this in, it would be a good one. Um, where do you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goals to go. Uh, for Kansas City, I think that the biggest goal to go is to get their – I don't care if they start with the ball or if they start on defense, but yeah. uh, what it comes down to for me is they need to be successful on both sides of the ball in the first drive. And I'm not saying it has to be a three out, three and out on defense. And although I prefer a touchdown, obviously I'm not going to say it even has to be a touchdown on offense. What it has to be is it has to be a sustained drive on offense. They need to get points of some sort and on defense, uh, maybe you let them get, you know, maybe they get a first down, maybe they get two or three first downs, but if they don't put any points on the board, that is the key to me. And that is the goal to go. Because if you look at what Kansas city's done in the past, one of the things that they do that is, that they've really struggled with is starting quick. Offensively, they can. And it's funny because it seems like every game that they played this year, I believe I saw a stat every game they've played other than the Raiders games, they've scored a touchdown or a field goal of some sort. I believe it's actually a touchdown on the first drive. Mm -hmm. That's how good they've been. But yet, <laughs> against the Raiders, the team that they score the most points against in two different games, they don't score on the first drive. <laughs> so history is on their side that they're going to score a touchdown. But what's more important to me is that the defense gets off to a hot start. Because if the defense gets off to a hot start, it's not going to matter as much. It's not going to put as much pressure on the offense. And the defense can actually get a foothold and start where they need to. Yeah, and, and I have to say that I actually prefer that they start on offense this game in order to accomplish that goal. A, to get the, the offense fired in a rhythm right away and let the defense just kind of settle in. Let them be ready to counteract and not have to go out there first thing. I think that will help given that you're going to have the lineup changes. And unfortunately, again, this is not a slight against Josh Gordon, but the bulk of the changes are on the defensive side, especially the impact ones. So I'd like to see them take a little bit. My first goal is that you have to be able to be adaptable. Obviously, they're going to change the lineup, but the thing that has always bitten them lately is they, they play well early against the Chargers, and somehow they let the Chargers creep back in, and they don't adapt enough. And so this is actually for the, the staff, myself, uh, Spags has to stay adaptable cannot just make a set of adjustments and call that good because they will come back mike williams was a full participant in practice on on friday we don't know if he's going to play but you can think that it's a much higher possibility today than it was yesterday and if he does he's the guy that they're going to look for down the stretch there's no two ways about that you have to be prepared for it you absolutely do and my biggest goal to go is win the turnover battle and if you can go plus two in the turnover battle, even better. Uh, the reason Kansas City lost this the first game against the Chargers was because they lost the turnover battle. Yeah. If they don't turn the ball over four times, they probably win that game. And I understand that 
this is a battle of narratives throughout the season, but the Chargers have been a good team at times. They haven't been a great team at times, but Kansas City absolutely beat themselves in that game. And I'm not trying to take anything away from the Chargers. They're a good team. Justin Herbert's a fantastic quarterback. But if you win the turnover battle, more than likely you're going to win this game. Yeah, I can't argue with you at all. And it's about control. On offense, for me, it's about mixing it up and doing what we saw them do last week in particular, a little bit the week before that, and have some balance. And whether that's Andy with the play call or EB with the play call, we're going to get to that. Uh, when we get to that, we probably won't know till after the season, to tell you the truth. But particularly for Patrick, who gets RPO calls and has a choice, they have to maintain some balance against this team because they have to wear them out a little bit physically in order, I think, to sustain what's going to be the onslaught for their their eventual comeback at home like they do. These two teams, unfortunately, never have a big enough margin for my likely. So you have to be able to stay aggressive on both sides of the offense to run the ball some to use that play action uh the screen game has been I, i've heard a lot of hype about the screen game uh, i went back and checked all the stats um from week nine on they've averaged five and a half screens a game uh from week one through eight they average five and a half screens a games so, <laughs> uh there's always ups and downs from week to week but that will be a portion of it as well but you got to be able to hit on all cylinders you absolutely have to and i think like i said if they win the turnover over battle, I think they're in a much better position. And I will give you a little bit of an extra one when it goes to goal to go. Uh, win in, in special teams and win on defense. And what I mean by that is put yourself in a better position because of field position. Give your offense shorter fields. Because one of the things that has really hurt Kansas City at times this season is having to go the length of the field and not having quick strike plays. If you're going to be missing people in this game, yes, Josh Gordon may not be a bigger piece or the biggest piece that you know we would hope that he would have been at this point in the season uh and then he's not going to be there more than likely but you're still going to be missing other pieces uh on defense you need Mm -hmm. to get yourself on offense in a position to score and be able to sustain drives don't beat yourself don't lead the game in penalties that's another key yeah hey there's there's a Grand idea. I kind of like that one. Yeah. Well, we, we have to get in what are the key matchups. We'll each give you one of those as well as our predictions when we get back from this one. Stat Hero is a very awesome website. If you haven't checked them out, you absolutely have to. No one plays daily, daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen never innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play, for Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy sports should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on for terms and conditions apply. 
my condition applies as well i have to tell you and uh <laughs> your condition current, yes my current one applies rather alarmingly i have to tell you um the biggest concern the key matchup and we're gonna i'm gonna limit it to this because this is such a big one it, we had lucas Nyang practice full this week he is a key he is maybe the key on offense because they're gonna send joey Bosa like he's got nothing else to do the rest of this season but practice getting to Mahomes either mentally or physically looking for another matchup. There will be a wild card coming out of this division, I am nearly certain. And uh, that matchup right now, Bosa on Yang is what I expect to see the majority of the day. And it's the one thing right now that because Lucas has been out for a while and Wiley actually showed up on the practice report here with a, with a knee issue as well. So it's not just that Lucas is back either. But he's so fresh. you think that you think that Lucas is going to be the starter? Sorry, I just want to clarify. Yeah, I, I definitely do. And, and on the plus side, he's fresh. On the minus side, he hasn't played or been on the field in quite a while at this point. So that's it going to be a problem. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to see how he deals with it. You know, I have to say this isn't really a key or a matchup for me, but it is going to be fun. Melvin Ingram go against his old team. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even considered that until just now. When I look at this game. <laughs> And one of the key matchups, actually, I guess it will involve Melvin Ingram. One of the one of the things that looking at this game, Trey Pipkin, sorry, it's Pipkins is going to left tackle for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were already starting their swing tackle at right tackle, so now Pipkins is going to play left tackle. Uh, best of luck there. I don't care if it's Frank Clark or if it's Melvin Ingram. That is going to be a matchup you're going to want to exploit. The right tackle is not much better. And you're going to be in a situation where Herbert is going to be, probably be getting the ball out quick. Uh, the nice thing is Kansas City is going to get back fit in this week. He should be able to play a, a much bigger role. Obviously, you're not going to have LeJarrius Steen that's going to slow you down. But you still have Mike Hughes, who's played well. You have DeAndre Baker. Shavarius Ward has played very well at times. I think the secondary is going to help the pass rush. And that is a key matchup for me. The defensive ends against these offensive tackles. Because if you can speed up Herbert, he's not going to have his chances to go downfield to Guyton, who we haven't even talked about. Right. Who, honestly, is the question mark beyond Allen and Williams. You know, if they have all three of them, especially, that gets very dangerous without Legarius out there. And then it falls on Hughes to get matched up with Williams, possibly. To get to try to turn a run with Guyton. There, there are issues here. And that's why I agree with you. It all comes back to the pastors because that's the way that you counteract well, that. Yeah, and the bigger question is, is if you're having Matthew play in the slot, is Sorensen your back end guy? Because that's a huge problem with guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Please no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah. And dancing really good in that intermediate to shallow area. Mm-hmm. I mean, just keep him there. Yep. Oh, please, Specs, please. Put your players where they're best. And Daniel Sorensen's best is not going to be uh, covering those deep guys. Set them up to make plays. That's mm-hmm. that's exactly what I'm looking for. It, it, one thing though, that does stand out to me too is this Eckler game time decision thing. There is a scenario that with those tackles in particular that they elect to try to run at you. And that's when if you have both Willie Gay and Chris Jones missing, then those guys have to pick up the slack. That's the other key for me is you have to be sound against the run no matter who's standing in there. And I think they will be. I think the thing that I like about that matchup for Kansas City is Chris Jones has played the run very well, but he's not their run defender. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerron Reed has done very well against the run. 
Derek Naughty has done very well against the run. I think they have the defensive linemen to be able to get that done in the middle. So I think that's a good matchup for Kansas City. You know, when I look at this game and I look at how this is going to play out, I, I hate going this way because it feels like a cop-out, but it really is going to be, in a way, to me, Patrick Mahomes versus Justin Herbert. Yeah. And because those two are going to be the best players on the field. I really do think Herbert is that good of a quarterback. I think he is absolutely fantastic. He has great weapons, don't get me wrong, but he is a fantastic quarterback, and he is going to be a problem in this division for years. So the question becomes, which Patrick Mahomes shows up? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be the guy that's played uh, away most of the season and has played very well when he's playing in a different stadium? Is it going to be the guy that uh, has missed some throws early in you know at different times in his career because he's a little fired up? Uh, you know, there's going to be noise. There's going to be, he's going to have to be focused. He's going to have to be into this game. If he doesn't turn the ball over, I'm just going to say this. If he doesn't turn the ball over more than once, Kansas City is probably in a very good spot to win this game. Yeah. You'll get no argument from me there. So that brings us to what do you think is going to happen? Man, I hate this one. I, I really do. I think Kansas City finds a way to win. I think they have the ability to win. They have the ability to beat this chargers team uh as long as they don't turn the ball over if they play as a unit and they play fired up and they play for their teammates that are not able to be there i think that's going to go a long way and more important than anything else they know what's on the line right now if you want to win the afc west if you want to claim that the afc west is still yours this is how you do it you go win this game and the afc west is more than likely yours yeah that's the reality and more importantly than that, if they win this game, the chances of them getting the first seed in the playoffs goes significantly up. They're like a 55%. Well, I guess not significantly. They're like a 55% chance to get the first seed right now. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes up to almost 60% if they win this game. Not significant, but I mean, that still puts them in the driver's seat to control their own destiny uh, and to win out. So I think Kansas City can win this game. The question is, is going to be, is their defense going to continue to put teams on ice? And if they do that, if they continue to put, you know, the Chargers down to, you know, 13 to, you know, even 17 points, I think Kansas City can win this game. I still think that it's going to be a struggle to get over 30 points in this game just because of the way the offense is played off and on. Uh, so I'm going 27-17 Kansas City. Mm, okay. <clears throat> a little bit wider margin than I would thought. I, I agree with you. It is a number of things that are going to come down to the defense. As it Actually, has, I will say 27-20. I forgot about the injuries or the guys that they're missing, so I will change it just a little bit. Oh, okay, all right. Getting closer, getting closer. I see. Uh, at the end of the day, for me, it does come down to that defense holding its own. And I know playing without luxurious need, you had to have an emotional rise last week. They got mm -hmm. that. Playing without luxurious need and Willie Gay, and Chris Jones is going to be a much tougher ordeal against a division opponent that knows you pretty dang well. So I see this as being a tough one. I, I think it's going to be something they have to survive the Chargers' last drive. That's how it feels like it's setting up to me. <clears throat> the question is going to be, can Ward, Fenton, and Hughes, and maybe Baker, maybe it's Baker that ends up in there. We're going to have to see. Can they sustain and hold up to the onslaught that Herbert is going to throw as they try to drive to either take the lead or tie it, because I think this is going to be a final of 28-24 Chiefs. Even closer than me. No, I yep. get it. And 
you look at this game and, and this is going to tell the tape of, of a lot of things. And this is going to give you the reality of where the Chiefs defense really is because there's a lot of people out there that have been claiming that they've played teams, they played bad teams, and they've played teams at the exact right time to be able to get to the point where they're allowing less than 10 points a game. And I get it to an extent, you know, an Aaron Rodgers list Packers, I get that. Cowboys without Amari Rodgers, I mean, or sorry, Amari Cooper, uh, I get that a little bit, but, you know, they're yeah. still the Cowboys. They still have a good offense. At least they did early in the season. They haven't been as great lately. So still got the defensive player of the year. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a fun game. I I hope Kansas City is showing up ready to play because if Mahomes shows up on fire in this game, I think Kansas City still has the best player in the in the NFL. So yeah. you'll get that's no what it comes down to for me. Folks, we're going to be live post-game just a few minutes after it ends, so check that out. We'll try to get that done as soon as we possibly can for you guys. Make sure that you hit it on audio as well as like, sub, and hit the bell on the YouTube channel, and we will follow that up, hopefully with a victory dance celebration kind of thing with something. Hope so. We hope that you guys are ready. I know it's going to be a long day at work, Thursday for everyone. Try Try to muddle through. Get ready for that ball game. We'll be here afterward for you. Thank you for listening to us today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.